Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution. Personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 286. What are you, what are you dancing for? <laughs> I don't know. Wanted to dance. Go with Dykstra. Don't question my motives. I can dance. Come down like a motherfucking hurricane. (laughs) Go with Dykstra. Your heart and your penis will never be the same. Whoa, what? 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 Well, that's just the song. Wait, what song? What is that song? I've never heard that song. Oh, it's an old song from the 80s. I think it was like White Lion or Winger or someone. From the 80s? Go with Dykstra. A father won a war for Star Wars movie. Whoa, crazy. Yeah. This is really specific. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a weird coincidence. It's no, like, it's just a song that happened. It sounds like it's my life. It sounds like it's based, but it couldn't be. No. I'm Chris Hardwick pretending to be an 80s singer, and I'm sitting with Chloe Whoa, this song is ridiculous. Well, that's just the bridge. Yeah, oh, that's okay. the bridge. Okay. Yep. I'm just sorry. Chloe's just excited because she had a picture make the front page of Reddit. I can't want to tell the story. I, I got I, No, I don't want to tell the story. I posted something on Reddit and I, it was getting no love and then I came home after two hours and it's front page. Uh, crazy. Every once in a while, Chloe Dykstra... Um, I do something funny. <laughs> everyone, no, everyone, every once in a while, uh, a lady comes to clean your apartment. Uh-huh. Uh, a Latino lady. Chloe has an exclamation point pillow. <laughs> Chloe came home to a perfectly clean apartment and the exclamation pillow upside down. <laughs> like the beginning of a really intense couch sentence. <laughs> oh. Fun times. Fun times. More fun times if you come on the road. When I'll be performing in Nashville and Chicago in the beginning of December, in the middle of December at Zany's. I think Chloe Dykstra will probably be there hanging out. Probably. Saying hi to the nerds. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to thank Samsung for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. The Galaxy Note 2 has three fantastic features that you may not be aware of. Sharing capability with the S-Beam feature. You can tap the back of another S-Beam-enabled device to share large files in seconds. Seconds! And with the share shot feature, you can share 8 megapixel pictures taken with the Galaxy uh, with other phones up to 200 feet away. Then there's the S Pen, which basically makes phone like a notepad. It is a styli, if you will, uh, in nature. And uh, it's got a 5.5 inch screen, which is perfectly shaped for the 16 to 9 aspect ratio uh, widescreen film. So the Galaxy Note 2, it's like a phone, it's like, uh, it's like a tablet, it's sort of the best of both worlds. So check it out, and thanks to Samsung for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast, which, by the way, our guest was the return of Dave Attell. Dave Attell is a comedy legend, and Dave can come be on the show whenever the fuck he wants to, and he happened to be in town, so we had him on again. His show, uh, Dave's Old Porn, is in its second season on Showtime, and there's going to be a great Thanksgiving-themed episode. Uh, if you listen to this before Thanksgiving, it's uh, Thursday nights at 11 on Showtime, so please check out Dave's Old Porn, and uh, and watch David tell if you ever get a chance to see him live, you absolutely should. Dave is one of those guys that not only not only uh, is do audiences love him, but he is a comic that other comics will come in the room to watch, to go out of their way. And we're fucking snobs about comedy. Actually, I'm not really a comedy snob personally. I just like comedy. As a matter of fact, in the background right now, I paused Moshe Kasher's special, which uh, Chloe and I just saw on Netflix. So I'm surrounded by, I'm in a sea of comedy right now. But this episode. Also, I'm hilarious. This episode of the Nerdist. 
<laughs> Look over there, that upside down exclamation point. <laughs> this episode of the Nerds Podcast is number 286, The Return of Dave Attell. Yeah. Good ad. <laughs> what? Good ad. Yeah. Now entering Nerdist.com. Pearson Airport is never really a place to be trapped. Well, you haven't been. No, maybe there. you didn't see the terminal. <laughs> Did I was there for a while. <laughs> you were there for the shooting of Jonah. The terminal. Why? What? You left your passport when you were in Toronto. I had no idea this happened. Yeah. Well, um, like uh, in the like, I got back to my apart or my hotel room, my rental apartment. Your rental apartment. My daily rental apartment. <laughs> and uh, like, I put out everything I needed for the next day. Your borrow apartment. Yeah. And then I just, I got, everything was packed and ready to go, and I left my passport out, like, next to my phone, thinking that I would just grab everything. I grabbed everything but that. Hmm. Yeah, because there's nothing. Here, move Dave's mic closer to him. I started recording. <clears throat> I know it doesn't seem like it. Are we, are we going? Yeah. Yeah, I already, hit, I already hit record. I know you guys have a big show after this, so. <laughs> no, so Dave, you know. we're focused on you right now. Well, you are the big right, show of the right. moment. But we are very excited about Mel Brooks. I don't think those headphones I would, were... I would, I would, if I didn't have to fly out, I would love to come and just be a fly on the wall. Or more importantly, a fly in the cream cheese. You could be a fly in the, the cream cheese. Be schmear that's going to be <laughs> <laughs> I just, have a feeling that Carl Reiner is going to be hanging out. Are you really going to be out Jewed? We're way out Jewed. Even if we were Jews, we would be out Jewed. Yeah, yeah I think you got to bring at least one uh, you know, member of the tribe. Did he like, not, am I not? Am I crazy? Did he not convert to Catholicism for Anne Bancroft? No, to Muslim. He's a Muslim. Muslim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, my headphones aren't working, or I had none a of them work. What's going on? No, well, both actually. Um, right. You're right now. You're in a you're in ICU, and uh, in a <laughs> second I? you're gonna come too. Yeah. Okay. Good. We're part then of I'm, your dream. I'm outside of my. Mortgage. We're your guides. I'm the ghost of comedy present. Oh God. <laughs> I'm the ghost of food. I'm the. Com- no, I'm you're the- supposed to be a comedy ghost. <laughs> I'm the ghost of comedy of uh, uh, future, which is means unemployed. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> Just with a YouTube channel. You were just. <laughs> anyway. You were just. You were in San Diego. I was in San. I was. You San, drove up this what morning. What is San Diego's like? What is it like? Sac Town? Like what do they call it? You know. Uh, Old Town. Comic Con Land. Dig Dig Jager. No, it's just an area. In it. Home of the Crystal Cathedral of Crystal Meth. Home All of. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. I got Tunnel that. City, as we Meth. call it in Mexico. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's we call it in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I kept trying to work the Mexican reference down there. It wasn't really hitting. What, what, which, well, cl- they, which clubs it's are pretty doing? much what they Madhouse Comedy Club. Madhouse excellent Club. club. <laughs> Check it out. It's on top of the mall. It's excellent. Right near the Nordstrom's. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> you perform there, you get a $10 uh, $10 discount card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And their uh, big news, Taco Bell's coming there in December. So. Oh, oh, good. So they need in San Diego. I'm going to get in line food. now because anytime a new fast food place opens up anywhere, exactly. get in line. Well, I know it's so hard to find good Mexican the... food in San Diego. So yeah. yeah. It Thank really... God Taco Bell's yeah. Yeah. It really is, though, because we were looking yeah. around for it for hours. Well, I used yeah. to... Throw a rock. Make them turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I used to really enjoy the double-decker taco when I was... Wasn't that good? It was good. Yeah. It was a hard taco, and then they smeared beans on a soft shell and then, and then just... Yeah. Pinched it around. I I used to like that a lot too last night. (laughs) Wow. Well, now I have the Crunchwrap Supreme, which is essentially a flat hard shell taco, all that shit, and then it's wrapped in a tortilla. Isn't that just a tortilla over a Mexican pizza? I don't know. I don't know. Mexican pizza also sounds like a sex move. All I know is it's a Crunchwrap Supreme. Either way, uh, and you throw it in and, and you deep fry it, and then it's a funnel pizza. That's true. That would be delicious. They're excellent because they're constantly thinking of new ways to use the same three things that they use, <laughs> it like is we just pr- discussed. Yeah, <laughs> not like uh, like Green Day chords. Well, no, they yeah. did they they up the they up the ante with the Dorito shell. You know, oh, they, you can right. get a taco Correct. shell that's because made out of Dorito. If by upping selling, the ante, do you mean, do you mean upping the there. heart attack risk <laughs> yes. for America? Well, here's a good topic that we can start out with. <clears throat> Let's you do know, it. Twinkies and Hostess have gone under, which is almost amazing in this country that any kind of sweet snack thing would ever be like not you know and the reason why uh it happened was there was a problem with the bakers and i didn't know they had i think they had elves or hobbit type people i thought no. it was robots that robots, basically pooped exactly. out kind. They, they would feed the robot all the ingredients and it would just, it would shit, just out shit out, out. Yeah. yeah exactly that's an idea but 
No, I, I can't believe that's gone. And I, I know as a child growing up, uh, you know, as a carnival child, that was like fruits and vegetables to us. So, yeah. Ho no, Ho's for me was uh, a snack quite often had. Yeah. I Zingers. Oh, zingers are great. Yeah, just the the pies. I'm gonna just miss the, the most name. Pies the most. I think yeah. cho chocolates for me. Well, I always thought were a good idea. Chocolate was basically a chocolate covered Twinkie. Yeah, and then I'd get halfway through, and then I and then I'd remember like, oh yeah, I'm gonna throw up now because it was it's so much sugar at it once. Was it was a, what was it called? A chocodile. Chocodile. Yeah. That is the most racist. <laughs> well, I'm snack sorry. I've ever heard. I don't of. like crocodiles. What? I just don't think crocodiles. It's should... a chocolate covered Twinkie. That's I just what it is. an urban twinkie. That just, just sounds it. like racist towards yeah. white people. Oh, okay, well, like, either way, because you know hey, the chocolate aisle. I thought yeah. you guys that twinkie would not vote for you know Obama. I that, think that's why you would vote for Roseanne. <laughs> I think, well, I think the center, Republicans it's... were surprised at the amount of chocodiles that voted this time. Well, they exactly. Even they well, had all a, those chocodiles got gifts. <laughs> they had a plan to save Hostess, but you know, of course, they didn't you know, bullet, bullet point it out for us, but. I'm I think that is a sad uh, end. No, gov no government bailout for the hostess company. But exactly. The, the weirdest thing, well, the, the most the most awful thing was if, uh, the the story. I went the website that I went to, the news site that I went to to see the story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, all of the comments were the most abrasive, <laughs> like all caps. Oh, you're not going to be able to find Twinkies anymore, you fat fucking fucks. Fuck you, America. Oh, like it was all wow. of that. Just comment after comment of fuck you, you fat piece of Jesus. shit, America. Yeah. So like, because every once in a while, someone will be like, "Where am I going to get Twinkies now?" And someone else will be like, "Fuck you! Oh, oh, there's not enough fucking food for you to eat in this fat fucking country." See, like it was so. so had these people never been I don't know. sad? Had these people never gone through a breakup or had a rough time with a girl where the only thing that makes you feel a little bit better is a fucking ding dong? Yeah, yeah. comfort food. Well, I if you're the, for call. a girl, like that's that's how yeah, they yeah, yeah. Host for guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Jonah. Well played. Where's all this? That's not going to get all the credit it deserves, and I just want to stop and give that the credit. Why wouldn't it get the credit it deserves? Because that joke was produced by Hostess. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's going to get the credit it needs. But who owns the uh, copyright to that Twinkie that uh, by Curious Twinkie that we all kind of grew up with, <laughs> kind of winking like, "Hey, want to twink it out?" Yeah, up for some twinks. They really uh, sailed it home when they had a banana flavored Twinkie. And yeah, guy, really. He was honestly. extra happy on that. I got cover. a gargle after that one. Have you, been, have you been on eBay to see the prices of the Twinkies? That what are, are they up to now? I saw one go for like going for ten thousand. Wow, you've got to fucking be kidding, kidding me. It's by everyone I, I see on Instagram. Everyone's just posting like, um, like the stores haven't even taken the boxes off yet. There's just empty boxes of Hostess. <laughs> like donuts are gone. Donuts. Oh, donuts. Shit. Oh, I love them. I grew up dancing to them. <laughs> what donuts. is? Remember when Archie sound, Bell left? Yeah. Oh, that was horrible. What is Seven Eleven? The group. Half of Seven Eleven is going to be empty. Yeah, like, really. What, what are they, yeah. they going to put in there? Seven well, Eleven is starting to do kind of like a Trader Joe's thing, where they have their own brand uh, foods and snacks yeah. and stuff like that. And it's I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. The fucking Snickerdoodle cookie from Seven Eleven is one of the best cookies good. I've ever had. Never experienced. But Seven Eleven, you get the charm, of course, of like a kind of morning kind of feel with uh, ex-convicts. Does that always feel like this is like? You know, like people on a work release, kind of yeah. you know, just yeah. coffee pots, never ending, and yeah, yeah. just the burnt coffee. The Seven uh, yeah. Eleven in my neighborhood now has Amazon lockers. On what the, back, the whole back wall is an Amazon locker, so you what essentially can send your Amazon packages to the Amazon locker and, pick and them then up. you get a code and then you punch in the code and your door opens. And you oh, grab so it's like package. a wow. PO box. Yeah, like like a like a Amazon. temporary PO box. For What's Amazon? wrong with High sending tech. it to your home? I don't know. Well, if you're going to get like... <laughs> you're asking the wrong maybe. people. We're not using Amazon lockers. I know, but... Snuff maybe, porn, maybe I guess you don't want to deliver it to your house. You want to go to 7-Eleven, pick up yeah. some snippadoodles yeah. and go home and break a law. Then pick know. up a cheeseburger yeah. at 7-Eleven and fuck it because you can't eat those. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they do have a lot of food that really just is on the borderline of what, why. Of yeah. What is that? the cheeseburger hot dog, which is a essentially a, a hamburger wrapped... There's cheese in the middle, and it's in the shape of a hot dog. It's but when you need the most calories and fat for the least amount of money to simply survive another day. Yeah. It is I was food. talking to Kanane, and he was saying like that he got a full pizza from Do them it in once. Kanane voice. I got a full pizza yeah. from 7-Eleven. You got a full pizza there. You got to get the individual slices. And I where am I going to find the Twinkie? they go to eBay. Uh, I, it's weird when you see like kids getting off of school and then going to 7-Eleven and just getting a full huge Slurpee and a, like a pizza or a taquito and they're just eating like entire sugary horrible meals. Yes, we have a problem. No, but those kids. But those kids are skinny. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're young. Well, it's their time. You yeah, know? but they're gonna hit. But but as soon as they hit twenty five, 
They're going to oh. lose a leg to you diabetes. Know I, you know what Yay. I used to do? As a kid? I, when I would go 7-Eleven after school, I would uh, go get a, like a large uh, Slurpee. Uh, but like before I fill it up, I'd get the cup and then I would go through the candy uh, aisle uh-huh. and I would just drop a bunch of stuff into the cup, then fill up the cup with Slurpee. Cool. Buy just Boosting. a Slurpee, take down the Slurpee, and then all of a sudden I have all these candy bars. Wow. That are soaked. So no, that they're is, not soaked. They're in wrappers. So that is a very innovative uh, shoplifting. Perfect crime. <laughs> Do you think I took them out of the wrappers and put them into Yeah, the... I didn't really know what was happening. <laughs> No, I went through the candy aisle, put the candy bars into the okay. cup, and then filled the cup up with All Slurpee. Right. All right. If you've been eating candy bars that haven't been wrapped, I am very scared for your and safety. And that's when you became a drug mule. I was just thinking of those, like, you know, way candy by the pound situations. That's what that I That happens imagining. at Seven Elevens all across the country? I don't know. <laughs> I think they should do it on Halloween. <laughs> on Halloween, they should dress up to Seven Eleven and it's spooky stuff, and then they should charge, like, an admission, like a club for kids. And they can just go in and like fill their little, uh, you know, tummies full of all that great candy, yeah. and get a nice cup of coffee and get out. <laughs> I, the, the last three times I went to Seven uh, Eleven and I grabbed a coffee, I had to use the Romney cup. It was all that was left. Oh, oh wow. wow! Yeah, because they had the Seven Election. Oh, Obama cups and Romney cups. It's like you decide. <laughs> yeah, political Seven Eleven. Hold on to that cup, you know. Are they heat sensitive? Like the like, are they one of those cups that change? Do they the, feel yeah. it all? <laughs> <laughs> you have to put cream in them. Yeah, yeah. lots, of lots cream. of cre- only cream, <laughs> and just a splash of Mexican spice. <laughs> the only a cream that would go. On top. Yeah, it wasn't half bowl. and half. It was forty-seven percent, sixty. And you put it in the microwave, and then the Mitt Romney on the cup just goes. I can't feel a thing. Yeah. Uh, my, my skin is polysynthetic material. Oh. Well, I won't age. I think the hostess thing is dead, and Tasty Cake will step up because that stuff is great. Tasty Cakes, cakes are good. good. Yeah, Philadelphia area, you know the Philly. Uh, I guess it's the Wawa area of the country, like the Philly, Jersey, Maryland, where they have these amazing delis where you can go and get a sandwich. You know, like just pretty much it's high end gasoline. Gasoline, yeah, it's like one stop shop. What's the stuff more east of that? Uh, is it Sheets? Those are great. I don't sheets. Sheets, S H E E T Z. Some clan based. Uh, well, it's in Western shop. Pennsylvania, so it could possibly be. Uh, I don't know. I've never heard of that, and I've I've pretty much been everywhere. Sheets, it's great. Yeah, that, I've seen them in uh, like uh, Western Pennsylvania and uh, uh, Harrisburg and stuff like that, where you go and it's just mainly just computer screens, and you can just get anything you want made, and wow. you can add in anything uh, that you want. Amazing. Yeah, but it's also it's just like one of those deli gas station now, 7-Eleven things. Guys, now's the time when we need to be creating. Hostess snack knockoffs like Myra cakes or Adelkis or Jonah pies. Jonah pies. Jonah pies. I like that. Yeah. Should we do this? Sounds disappointing. Should we do that? <laughs> no, <laughs> well, probably not, Chris. We'll put little glasses on the cake and <laughs> well, the Twinkie, which is really, I guess, what is it? Any? It's in kind of. It's not in the cake family. It's like a unicorn. It's fart something, or something else. What is that? Yeah, that's from Blade. It's weird. It's uh. Well, it's. Angel food. It's like a weird angel food cake. Is yeah, the, like a sort of a thicker angel food cake and some vanilla, whatever the fuck. In the yeah. Thing. All I know is that half of it sticks to the package when you open it up. Yep. So yeah, you got to. Evidently, there was some problem at the Twinkie factory. They never figured it out. They never figured it out. Yeah, you know, kind of like what, rips But cupcakes hand. pop right out of their They're shell. Great. Yeah. And that little swirl on the top makes it classy. Dude. I used the uh, yeah. Sprinkles ATM machine this weekend. What? Sprinkles Cupcakes has an ATM machine. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah, you go in and you pick your cupcake, your cupcake, and the vacuum thing takes it, and then... Where were you, in out. the future, or Japan? Well, they had, where Beverly do Hills. they do this? Beverly Hills. Sprinkles. Oh, time, dude. Fucking slow burn. I'm talking about food. That's, I think, uh, uh, the the whole idea, I think it'd be fun to buy a, bu- like, find a box of Twinkies somewhere, Yeah. and then just go to the middle of, like, the Mall of America, and then just start crumpling them up, and then just stomping them on yeah. the ground, and then see yeah. if people get on the, the ground, like, no! Like, <laughs> scooping them into that the... Stench, that sweet, horrible stench, <laughs> <laughs> Or putting them on a hot air balloons and just let them float around the country, and, like, you know, like, messages to fat people. Yeah. And they land, oh, thank you, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, it's just an inspiration thing where it's like a bunch of Twinkies inside a hot air balloon. It says, like, reach for the stars, you know? Oh, that would be excellent. Yeah. It's beautiful. And then, uh, you know, every other balloon would have, like, a piece of fruit, and the kid would be like, oh. Aw. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun for a game show to, like, instead of, like, to, to give away, like, 10,000 Twinkies instead of cash. Yeah. Yeah. You're waiting Twinkies. I like cool. it. Oh, I'll take it. 
But I think the cupcake, uh, are we going to keep talking about this? But the cupcake, <laughs> since there is a cupcake war going on, it's kind of, yeah. it's, I mean, there's really, who can pick sides in this incredible issue? But, it's, it, I yeah. don't know how Justin Wilman stays neutral. I've thrown my allegiance mm. under red velvet. and yeah. I That think is it, the uh, cupcake of choice. Yeah, that is. Honestly. They do yeah. knock you when you make a red velvet on Cupcake Wars. But some people are allergic Why? to the red dye in the they red hate velvet. Them. Oh, really? I've, yeah. I've seen blue velvet cupcake cakes, too. They blue make the blue Yeah, ones. blue velvet over at, uh, they have that on milk on 3rd or Beverly or something like that. Yeah. You, you eat a slice of that, your shit's green. The blue velvet wow. cupcake, yeah. uh, Patricia Arquette tries to kill you. <laughs> yeah. You wash down your blue velvet with uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Very. That's, that's what they do at the end of the shit at the cupcake factory. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some good cupcaking. And then you poop out <laughs> Willem Dafoe. It's a very weird. Yeah. 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 I, once, I once got a uh, box of uh, Captain Crunch Oops All Berries. I remember Oops All Berries. And yeah. that will turn your poop. That sounds like some, some sort of berry powder. creature just accidentally mm. came into a box. Like, oops. Mm. Sorry, it's all berries. No, I think, this one's all berries. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> sorry. Captain Crunch would be so... would be more angry, I think, Captain Crunch, than oops. Oh, fuck, I'm sorry, it's all berries. Can you just eat one? I mean, can you just eat one cupcake? Probably not. No, that's what those little mini, mini cupcakes are great for. You just... In the bag? The ones that come in a bag. No, like just the, the ones orphans that... of the real cupcake. <laughs> yeah. you know? What about us? <laughs> Let's talk about your show, though. Okay. Um, did we do that last time? We did, but Dave, listen. Season two, guys. Season yeah. dose. Dose. Here we Even go, Even Davier. We are, we are one season away from a DVD. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, we're doing it. Could How's, you do that? What? Could you, could you put out a DVD? Um, I wish. Uh, I'll tell you. I have so much great footage that never makes it on the air. Like, so many great scenes, so many great comments that I'd love to do it because... Uh, you know, it's only about like 25, 28 minutes. And, yeah. uh, you know, we try and keep it tight, keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? So that people never, ever really think they're watching porn, you know, just like, so just it doesn't get that half hard. We move on to the next dick joke, you know? Yeah. Because of the, that thing that happens whenever guys like, it's like, Bob in a porn, you're younger and you, everyone, like a guy pops into porn and you're like, ah, this is great. And then there's just that, that lull where like, ah, I'm just with a bunch of guys watching yeah, porn. Yeah. block. Yeah. That's what I call it. But yeah, I I, uh, I'm a, I'm, I would love to do that, and I also would like to repurpose it into uh, many other different things. You know, I'm trying to uh, sell uh, T-shirts now, which I think uh, I don't know if that's the way to go with uh, porn. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> T-shirt like, comrag, exactly. Comrag would be way better. You have like really amazingly good ideas. The comrag, <laughs> the what's we call it? Like uh, you know, like a NASCAR, like when they endorse stuff. It's like yeah. the endorsed comrag. Yes, yeah. this will yes. pick up more cum than mm -hmm. the usual comrag. Dave's old comrag is his exactly. say on it. Yeah. And then we'll do like one of those like late night commercials. Look at it. Yeah, you know, we won't use real cum. You know, we yeah. use Dave, are cum. you telling me I can unload all the jizz from my balls yeah. into this T-shirt? And you also get the. Oh my God! I didn't think that would happen. Uh, goggles. So uh, <laughs> I never knew I could shoot that. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's been a couple of days. Yeah, I apologize. Hard load goggle. It, it really does pack like a musket. I'm gonna move on. Okay. Um, but but it, yeah, the the new shows are coming out. Uh, so far, we've had the lovely Kathy Griffin with the amazing Tom Byron, uh, just a legend of porn. And Kathy was so quick and good. So oh, funny. I remember Tom Byron. I mean, I, I can't do? picture good. his face, but I remember his name. I remember <laughs> the oh, name Tom Byron. I can't picture his face, but can remember his head. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember his sack. And he, uh, <laughs> he's great. He's a super cool dude. And then last week was Joe Rogan and Ginger Lynn. Now, you know who Ginger Lynn is. Of course, 80s yeah. icon, super hot, super cool. I, I was, uh, it, let's say, around like in, nine, in the, in the mid-90s, I just started working at MTV, and I did a celebrity bowling tournament, and Ginger Lynn was on the team that I was cool. bowling on. And she was so awesome and cool. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we traded information and uh, and so I told my girlfriend, like, hey, I met Ginger Lynn, and she and her boyfriend like want to hang out with us. And, and my girlfriend at the time was like, I'm not hanging out with a porn star. And I was like, ah, what? Yeah. So then we never, Who's I never hung out. That's you're, why you're not girlfriend. together anymore. That was why we're so not. Either way. Oh no, no, no! I put up with her shit for a couple more. There yeah. you go. Yeah, for a little while. Either way, longer. she's great, and like some of her stuff is just amazingly cool. It's like all like '80s. Like there's some film, but there's also some of that really. Really, really cheesy video. Like, this yeah. just started in the 80s. And your fan base would definitely know this. That, like, you know, everybody thinks, like, video was like it is now. Like, camera, you know, whatever. Yeah. High def, all that kind of stuff. It wasn't. Like, for a while there, it really did look like, what the... F 
what was that? It looked like I mean, closed circuit television. Yeah, it was like looking at a puddle with a light in it, and it was like, is that an image? Is and that they, a, they blew vagina? everything out with colors. They blew everything out yeah. with colors, yeah. like really bright colors. But they backed it up with some amazing Casio music. I always thought that was really good. Because that was like when they were down to like one guy with a drum machine. Yep. It was like, yeah. what the fuck, porn. It's never going to go out of style. We don't care. <laughs> and then you had to go to a store to buy it. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. The old now, days. you know, uh, you know, some of the shows that we got coming up, both uh, kind of skewer the 80s and also the 70s. Like uh, this week, since it is, I don't know if this is airing this week, is it? Um, no. Okay. Well, let's say this is a retrospective look back on the season. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know you got that Mel case. Brooks two-parter coming up. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to talk about the same thing. Exactly. Uh, he... Uh, uh, you know, we're doing a Thanksgiving uh, Day special, of course, with Amy Schumer and uh, the classic movie. I think it's a holiday classic. Debbie Does Dial. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't know who didn't watch that after a heavy meal. I think there was a up. Dr. Hardwick in that movie. I think oh, really? so. I think one of You're the characters. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely. Wow. That's right. Yep. It's uh yeah uh everyone had these cool like uh that was my dad Doctor Hardwick ran the candle shop <laughs> yep right. yeah yep wow That's do you have one. have you had uh, Nina Hartley on yet Nina was on the first season uh, with Bill Burr she's right? really interesting because she's she, very cool she really um uh, uh I've I've she makes all these instructional videos yeah which she's a sex therapist too she right? is a sex therapist and a, reg- and a registered nurse so she's done uh you know. I'm sorry, I think I broke your headphones. I don't care. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. Either way, uh, yeah, Nina is very cool. And uh, a lot of them, a lot of the older stars have gone on to like cool careers of like directing, producing, composing, all that kind of stuff. And they're all starting to write books now, too. So I think that's great, just like when people are not buying books. Now, are you, are you having any, are you are having any younger, younger adult stars on, like your uh, Dana D. Armands, for instance, or wow. your April O'Neils? Another your... uh, Those are more the, the 90, uh, 90s people, basically, right? No, no, no. Dana's like a now person. Yeah. And, oh, that's and, right. I'm and, sorry. April, and April's April's oh, show. They're young. Dave's old porn. Yeah, but to yeah, have, but like, we do have we do have some of the uh, adult stars of today. Uh, this season will end it hard. Uh, Joanna Angel will be. on. Oh, sure, I know her. She's, I met her on the Fitzsimmons show. She's really nice. She's so cool, and uh, she's on the horror episode with Rob Zombie and Judah Friedlander. So that's, that's great. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's called, it's called the theme show, guys. Repackaging. I I think uh, uh, I, I think it's interesting that there is this sort of huge. Kind of nerd crossover with porn, like a lot of like a lot of young nerd girls, like like just are love like like porn, and they go into to so. porn, and <laughs> and people are like, yeah, that are they just pretending? I'm like, no, 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 it makes perfect sense. You know, in high school they felt outcast, they didn't have their group, they were super nerdy, and they found this thing that empowered them, and then they did it. You know, like I I I, I to me the crossover makes a ton of sense. If I had a huge dong and a mustache, I would have gone into porn. Same after high school, you only one of those things. The mustache. Shit. Well, yeah, like the younger ones, like we have Asa Kira, uh, Jesse Jane, Caden Cross, and uh, Shawn Michaels, who was probably a living legend in, uh, you know, both from the, from the, I guess you could say like the 90s to now. I mean, he's done like so many great films. And, uh, you know, I, I think the cool thing about the young ones and like what I get from them is this, is that even, even the older stars and the young ones, they all live in the moment. And I think that's really cool because they live in the moment. They're like really like sexual people. And, like, they express themselves. I think a lot of other people, like, you know, everybody has, like, their, you know, uh, problems and misconceptions, you know, all that kind of stuff. But they just do it, and it's cool. It's, like, kind of like with comedy, like, we just do comedy. You know, it's like you go on stage, it's like, whoa, you know, why did I say that, whatever, yeah. you know, and all that kind of stuff. And so it's it's kind of cool. That's their expressive Sometimes thing. when I'm on stage, I feel like I'm taking my dick out and showing it to everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like that's the only way. <laughs> I can Is there, but let me ask you this, though. But it, it, have you at all... I mean, I know that there are some people who, you know, are, ha, can have a healthy view of, of porn as a career, but then other people... Are, are some people, do you feel just like, oh, they didn't do so well with that? Oh, you mean the the porn stars? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a million train wrecks and, like, just horrible, you know, ends and all that kind of stuff. But this show is not really, like, a biopic documentary, you know, like, you know, uh, one of those kind of shows, the dark side of whatever. And that there's definitely room for that. This is more of a party tribute show to the sure. girls and, uh, and guys who do it. And but we do like to do the shout out, especially to the gone but not forgotten people. Who um, I, I, there's no way like today's people like would know 
the Jamie Gillises or the Lisa DeLue or any of these people who are like super hot, really, really big in the in the porn industry. Because back in the 70s and 80s, it was maybe like 50 people who did it. Now there's maybe like 500. You know? Sure. And I think the, actually more people exist now that have fucked on camera than other exactly. people. Exactly. Well, with global warming. <laughs> well, I thought, it was, I thought it was interesting that in 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 California, in Los Angeles, was it was it a city bill or was it a was it a state uh, state for for to to try to um, to try to regulate or force condoms to leave condoms, uh, uh, dental dams. Uh, all there's a there was a ton of stuff. and also it had something to do with reporting if you know like it had something to do with reporting test results or. Right, yeah. they have to show their results and all that kind of stuff. It, the industry is very regulated. That's one of the many, uh, the many new things. Every every, they they were regulated before. I'm not going to speak for the industry or anything like that. It does make some of the like. Uh, there's a lot of side things that like webcam shows, like you and your wife or girlfriend want to do a webcam show. Now legally, you have to use protection, even though you're married and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, there's a lot of gray area to it that you know can help or hurt the business. But I think everybody's for protection. The only problem is it's not a universal law. It's like Euro Euro porn, you know, Asian porn is going to come in and. Kind of swamp our porn, you know, since they don't have anything like that. So well, the Japanese still have the pixelation problem. Exactly, but yeah. if you're pro-America, then uh, that's what I'm trying. Oh, to I just thought here. all of their genitals oh, just looked cloudier than ours. Is that why all the girls look terrified? Is that is that why they <laughs> all sound terrified? terrified? They have they just have pixel snatch. Yeah. What's the problem? I've never seen it. <laughs> Either way, guys, the point is it works. Porn works, whatever way you're going to do it, whether it's on your phone or on your, you know, just computer screen right before you get fired. I think it's great. And, uh, Wait, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the retro stuff, so it's a different time. <laughs> but here's the thing. I mean, you know, you guys are dudes. Do you enjoy, uh, you know, watching the porn with some silly commentary? I mean, probably not. I wouldn't, but I, but I, I enjoy, I feel like what you do sort of makes it okay. You know what I mean? Like, right, it's not yeah. creepy to just sit and watch a show about porn if you're a dude alone. Like, it, with you as the guide, it sort of makes it like, oh, it's everyone's fucking around. It's yeah. Dave. Yeah, it's yeah. not that. It's, it's, it is uh, funny. I it's take really some funny. of the stink off of it, but I think the best part is when the uh, legend comes out because it's always fun to riff with a comic, especially when, when I bring on the ladies. You know, we had like Chelsea Handler and Amy Schumer, I said, Lisa Lampanelli and Kathy Griffin. And it's cool to get their perspective on it. I said that last time I was on the cast. I hate to re recast that, but that's all right. It's true. It's like, uh, it's really cool to see women's perspective on porn. And I think you're right. A lot of these girls who are like, you know, kind of. Uh, nerdish mm -hmm. see porn and they're like wow this is kind of cool and you know interesting and it's not as whatever degrading as we've all been saying I I, I find I'm the only one degraded by watching it <laughs> I'm covered in filth well I just know I mean, that I, I just horrible. know that just from knowing April and Dana and it's like I, it does, I don't know. They just It really just feels like, oh, that's their job. You know, yeah. that's what they, cause they're, they're just totally sweet, nor normal like you it's fine. They're fine. The real job is the husband of the porn star. Yeah. That is really the job. Yeah. I mean, I never understood that. I never understood. Yeah, that's a tough. I mean, that is a whole other like to be able to compartmentalize that much. We mm -hmm. go well. That's the. That's it's like if she worked in a bank, but she's the bank, and people are making deposits. You know what I mean? I like, oh, an that's how they explain it to the that's kids. That's how they explain to the kids. Deposits. That'd be like throwing money at the bank. Honey, you know how you know how we go to the bank sometimes was, to deposit I was money. To get more subtle than that, yeah. Well, there were a lot of customers today. Yeah, <laughs> it was a really long line. I watched the. There was an interview. Mommy online. is regulated by the FDIC. The other day of a an interview with the uh, oh, husband the and wife, and the husband does gay porn. Yep. And the wife is like, okay with it. Sure, is and she? is convinced that he's not gay when he's clearly gay for like, pay, as we call it. Gay yeah. for pay, and he's yeah. like, and he's like, and every time I leave the house, I put my wedding ring on the key rack, and I leave, and then I go. Shoot Maybe he's scenes. just bi. Maybe he's bi. Wow, that's possible. No, he insists he's one hundred percent straight. Really? Wow. Hey, well, that's a you... guy to buy a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you find it when you have when you're having comics come in and do the stuff? Are you uh, having trouble? Kind of keeping them doing jokes that not the all the other comics haven't done. Has there been an issue with that? Like, you know, we kind of already we we do that joke every time, or because no, it's got to be. A, I mean, I guess the recurring theme is always the hairy the yeah. hairiness of the retro porn. But other than that, I mean, it's kind of a free flowing thing. And I'm pretty, you know, if you know my my comedy act, it's like I'm like a real like fanatic about like new material and yeah. trying not to 
definitely trying not to step on other people's material. So, like, it, when people come in, I don't want them to really do jokes. It's more conversational. I will hack it out with a couple of, like, jokes that just from my act or, like, yeah. stuff I can think of. Just to kind but, of have some laugh moments. Yeah, but, like, there. if I bring on, like, Griffith Simmons, who's, like, a real buddy of mine, like, we'll, we'll go toe-to-toe, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it really is, like, the more organic it is, the better. But it's not supposed to be kind of like a pop-up, you know, like, and that's what she said, you yeah, know, like yeah. one of those kind of pop up. But just like, like I, I guess I meant more like uh, like thematic, conver- like funny conversations. Like, do you find like, you know, like you had like a similar like it's like, oh, yes, they, they are hairy, you know. Kinda. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, the whole idea is like trying to find the new hairy box. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like the, you know, the, you gotta the golden try, grail. You got you to try and bust that nut. Boon joke. Yeah. But uh, we have some really cool clips and I think they really do stimulate the uh, the conversation. You know, a lot of it. We show it like fast forward. We show it back and forward. And um, most of the guests, either they know porn or like uh, they've never seen it. And either way, but I guess because they're comics, they can roll with it. And I love that. I love the fact that they can do it. And I've also brought in people who are not comics, just really fun people like Adrian Curry. Oh, uh, Andy Dick, who is a comic and an actor and everything else you can think of, he came in and we did this kind of retro orgy gangbang party with the young porn stars. And it was a lot of fun, you know, especially since Andy has a whole different perspective on porn, you know, because he's he's a little up for anything. And Adrian is like a dude's chick. And she like is just like, you know, this is boring. I mean, what the what the fuck is this? You know, who can get hard to that? And it was cool because everybody really does have their kind of like take on porn you know i find it hard to believe that any com- that, that you might have had comics on who d- have not really seen porn uh, you'd be really surprised really a lot of them you're on the road you're alone you you think so but a lot of them i guess hit that gym in that in that comfort in more than we know well there's time to do <laughs> both <laughs> well, oh i mean i just go yeah. to the gym what the- yeah, i don't know i, I guess Fuck. some of them I wish you'd some done of them just find it uncomfortable <laughs> Yeah, I don't I know. I'm, I'm just going to say, no, porn has saved my life, so I, I don't see why yeah. it wouldn't. You know, why why some people would have any problem with it, but you know, I always knew the girl in the in the in the in the porn. You know, especially like you get like a Christy Canyon in there who's so beautiful. Like I had a crush on her and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, you know, she's not bang. She's not thinking of you when she's banging that guy. But in your in your <laughs> other heart, in your pants, you're like yeah. hoping she is. Yeah. But, you know, now it's cool when you meet them later on, you realize how cool they are and how, like, there really was a lot of work to it. You know, there really was more work than we all thought. Like, it's not like a party where they're all, like, getting wasted and, you know, just, fuck it. It's like they had to be there on time, yeah. wait for the right light. You know, there was like, up, oh, cut. You know, we got to put up a different thing there. Make sure the boom is in the shot for some reason. That's <laughs> a porn given. You have to have the boom in there. Well, also, like, they had to, like, be physically, like, in great... They had to be in great shape. Absolutely. Because they had to look good. They couldn't be partying because then they would look, you know, clammy and mm, gross. Not so true. I mean, like, not for the old stuff. They looked really normal. Like, really normal. Like, okay. Where you're like, how did she get in there? It must have been personality day at the origin. Well, but a lot <laughs> of the dudes, weird. you're like, how did they get in yeah. there? Well, like, that's just like a guy with a big dick that can keep it up. That's true. Yeah. A lot of the guys back then, before the Viagra, it really was, like, natural talent. Now, you know, because of, uh, you know, juicing and dosing and all that kind of stuff, they can, pretty much anybody can get it up, but it's like, do they have the intensity? To keep it going. the power, you know? But, uh, yeah, it, it, the women, though, there's a lot of hot ones, and there was a lot of plan Bs and Cs, and, you know, who was that? I mean, really, did she drive? You, you ever see the uh, Ecstasy Girls? That's an old uh, 70s one that I... I have to, I'll have to find that. I, I yeah. probably have that, like, in... I get, like, you know, a ton of, like, retro porn. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... Watching it all, like you do get like a weird headache from watching a lot of retro porn. You know, it's <laughs> filthy, disgusting, and the stories are so long. I mean, like, yeah. really, like lots of talk. Our modern yeah, eyes were not meant to look at that film quality with those colors for too it, long. It's, it's crazy. And then for some reason, it'll be like a band will start playing. Like yep. it's just like somebody's friend's band yeah. showed up and they start playing. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm waiting for the one where I find Manson. Like, you know, Manson's in he there. He must have been. Yeah, yeah. He, he just he's must with have the, him and the girls. Like, he's with out. Danny Wilson. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I I think it's cool. Like, uh, we have one. Uh, I'm trying to think the one that, uh, that was really cool in Ginger's movie. We had the her supposedly her first, um, you know, scene ever, and it was on a tropical island in Hawaii, and it was cool because it was like this is your first scene. So it's like wow, you know, you can see her going from like you know like girl who just wanted to be a model to porn star yeah. and it was excellent then we followed her through like kind of like all the different like you know turns and twists on her on her thing but i could show it hours and hours more of her stuff because she's just got like so many amazing tapes i mean every guy has like a favorite porn tape 
right? Don't you have like a first like first love of porn? Um, I don't I don't remember what when I was when I was younger, I don't remember what it was. I honestly don't remember what it was. Taboo uh, 2. That was uh, no, that's, that's a I great had. one. That's what I had, Taboo 2. Raven. Yeah. It was yeah. super hot. Oh, wow, she's great. I want to get her on a the show. A friend of mine, a friend of mine had a friend of mine had like a collection of Tracy Lords' stuff, but then that's illegal, son. He got rid of it yeah. after he found out that. Uh, and I'm not the he in this, so don't yeah, look at me yeah. like yeah, that. She's, uh, she was but it, it turned out yeah. she was underage, and mm-hmm. so he got he got freaked out. You know, there's gonna be kids it. now though that are gonna look back and go like it's like they're not gonna have a favorite movie; they're gonna have a favorite clip, like an online sure. video. True. Yeah. You know. I think porn will eventually be erased, which is some kind of easy easy like app. Of just like something like just like quick like just sensory images like bang yeah, bang just, bang bang it's gonna bang, be a sequence bang. of colors and, and then flashes. Like, you don't even have time to like for setup like it's yeah. just like a wet spot in your pants and yeah you're done. <laughs> you know I can't believe that I can't remember like what what one VHS tape was basically my uh, my my buddy through high school I maybe I must have had one. I fucking can't remember what it was. Was it a My Buddy doll? It was a My Buddy doll. Was it My Little Tony? It was My Little Tony. (laughs) That's so funny you said that. I just... That's really weird that you said that. Why would happen? I did did a podcast a few weeks ago, and I was talking to a guy who was a My Little Pony fan, but also a Sopranos fan, and I said, oh, My Little Tony. Wow. It's just weird to hear those... That combination of words together i apologize no 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 like no I no i didn't know i don't want to do anybody no what happened oh dave are you okay i dropped my cigarettes oh right. jesus christ quick stop the podcast all right i'm, I'm back <laughs> okay you're all right you're all right so anyway are you on the are you, how much are you on the road right now i'm gonna get back on the road to get my act better because uh you know i edited for like 10 months, eight months or something like that. And, you know, I did sets like, especially at the comedy cellar, you know, like in New yeah. York where we, where we do our do there. But I, I really am glad to be back on the road. I want to tighten up my act. I want to get new material. And then like, you know, you know, I miss it. You know, I miss doing it. It's and been a I'm while broke since... and I have to make money. So <laughs> it's been a while since you're, since Captain Miserable, huh? Oh, definitely. Yeah. What was that 2007 now. or eight? It, exactly. I think it was like, um, t- when was it? I think was 2000. there a white president then? Uh, for probably, I, <laughs> I think it was 2000. I think it was like uh, early 2008. Okay, so yeah, so I, I definitely want to do another special, but I think my stuff is kind of uh, outdated. So I, I don't know if I can be like the new comics or anything like that, but I just want to be the best I can be at what I do. And that's then, so funny. It's and so then fun. kind of disappear. It's so, it's so weird to me that you're, you, you are what a, a downer. I guess, I guess, I guess you, you are a true comic because you are unusually hard on yourself. But last time you were here, you were like. Yeah, I'm a I'm a decent mid-range comic. I'm like, no, you're not. You're yes. fucking amazing joke writer. What are you oh, talking thanks. about? Well, I'm not not that great. I came up with the same My Little Tony joke. That's what a true comic would get would latch onto. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I must be a piece of shit. Yeah, I just, really. What, a hack. what the I fuck? Can't believe I can't think. I mean, of I know I didn't know that, and it was a completely different situation, mm-hmm. and they two weren't related. But I just I must have fucked that up but somehow. What, what do you What do you mean when you say like the the new comics? Like who who are you like comparing? Like what's the style that? Well, you guys have a different style there's like definitely um the audiences have never been more attentive and like following yeah. you know comedy than i think now through podcasts which are great connecting to the fans and all that and also you know i guess the social media and all that kind of stuff but i for me personally like the rough and ready shows of the past i think are over mm-hmm. you know there's a lot more uh there's a lot more political correctness there's a lot more boundaries and i think people are kind of uh kind of really like selling themselves short. I'm talking about the audience because hearing rough talk and especially politically incorrect stuff in a comedy setting is really, I think, cleansing almost as a douche would be, where you get it out. <laughs> yeah. You get the dirty, filthy well, well, stuff I mean, so, out. So, so, they can laugh at it. They can groan at it. They should dark, never get upset about it. Room. Well, no, because so much of, I mean, I, I think it's about intent. And if your intent is to hurt people, then, of course, that sucks. But if your intent is to say, Hey, this is basically tragedy therapy. We're coming together and we are we are looking at things that are normally really horrible to face and trying to gain power over them by making fun of those things and saying like, "Hey, it's just all part of the human experience." Right. You know, but there's That was like most of Carlin's act. Yeah. Well, he's the ultimate of pushing this so-called envelope, but also just the guy who I think kind of a uh, you know, he he was so he he was so uh, so good at what he did. That like he could just see all these different like big issues and like 
bear it down to like the funniest, most absurd thing. Yeah. And really just do it in the most intelligent way. And like, if you didn't get it, then really you shouldn't have been there. You shouldn't have been listening because the guy, like you never go into a Carlin show, especially towards the later end where you didn't think like, this guy's going to bring a lot of social relevant <laughs> issues into this. Not going to be, you know, like funny, silly bits or anything like that. Yeah. But I, I think, uh, you know, for me personally, I enjoy doing stand up, especially the way where like anything can happen. I'm always trying new material, doing all that kind of stuff. It's kind of a weird kind of slap together kind of act. But, you know, I do want to make it fresh and new with jokes and just things that are popping out of my head. But I do like when a bit works and I hone it and hone it and hone it down. But today's guys, like, let's take Louis, for instance. He's the best we got, and he is great. And uh, he takes his own personal experiences, pain, suffering, and a life, and somehow he connects to... Uh, this new, whole new audience, and uh, all I can say is that's great. That, to me, gives me a lot of hope for comedy, for audiences, and just for, uh, you know, I guess the experience of the whole live performance. Because if people are going out to see him do what he does, then that's, that's great. It's great for everybody. Well, sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes I think, like, oh, I need to be... I need to be saying more relevant things that are more honest and more, you know, it's because, you know, like, I just go for funny. Yeah, that's exactly. Really, and, then, and then that's really my thing. And then know? and then when I start writing stuff, I'm like, ah, that's 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 not that's too serious. Oh, this is other stuff's really silly and funny. And I tend to fall on that side of it. Yeah, it's really it's really difficult to decide, like, what 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 areas you want to go into and like, you know, how much you want the audience like you guys do the podcast. So they, they know you personally. You know, whereas a comic, you're supposed to go up there and kind of basically win them over in the first couple of minutes. Yes. Yeah. But now through Twitter and all that kind of stuff, they know you. Right. So now it's like they want, you know, they want more of that. When it's completely you, you different. You just want to go up there and talk about like whatever, you know, clown fucking or something like yeah. that. And they're like, hey, we wanted to hear about that gig you just said you did. You know? Yeah, that's actually so true. So it kind of limits yeah. you and I don't like it. Yeah. You know? Like uh, our, our, our live shows, you know, yeah. we'll be going up and like doing sets before we do the podcast. And we'll be doing material, but like once we subtly reference something that we said on the podcast before, or we reference each other in our acts, mm -hmm. they fucking blow up. They and like they're just like that's yeah. like oh exactly. I like that though. No, no, yeah, I'm I mean, not saying it's, it's a bad thing. It's I'm just fun. saying that's the difference of like being going to someone that just doesn't know who you are. Oh yeah, yeah. And you well, can't go well. You know, my friend Matt does does this. Yeah, and like, no one's gonna go. Well, who the fuck is Matt? And who cares? I'm going yeah. back out in, in December. I'm, yeah, I'm doing Zanies in Nashville, and then Chicago, and then Bloomington in January at the Comedy Attic, and. And it's mainly just to cobble together this new hour of material. And I don't know who's going to show up to these shows. Like, it, 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 what's kind of exciting about it is I remember when I started headlining, you know, a handful of years ago, and I went out and I realized not only did I not have an hour, but I didn't have, and the material within that was too, like, LA, New York centric. Yeah. And I'd get yeah. out to the middle of the country and be like, I think I only really have about 20 minutes, 22 minutes. And then, so it forced me to go into the crowd and, like, cause I just had not. Otherwise, exactly. I just would have been staring yeah. at them for well, forty like minutes. Well, it's like battle pay, you know, because because uh, you guys did start out here, and like you guys are kind of, you know, like I started in the open mics clubs, and then we went out on the road for a long time. Like, yeah, really, like just like one offs, you know, weekends. That's clubs. the best way to do it, and that's really like the way you do it. But I I would say that like some guys are like smug about like you know these guys aren't really. It's like you guys that. There's a lot of ways to do it, and one of the ways that people want it done is to connect to your fan base. And like, if you guys have this podcast and people listen to it, they want to hear all that kind of stuff. But you, as a comic, also want to talk oh, about jokes, other things because, yeah. like, you're not like, uh, you know, this isn't like a Garrison Keeler kind of, you know, home prairie <laughs> companion yeah. thing. You know, it's like now I'm going to tell you a story about the, you know, bull legged boy <laughs> with a banjo. You remember this one, you know, you can, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, as a comic, you always want to be bringing new stuff and kind of the edge, you know, like the excitement of the bit. Yeah. So, yeah. But I would say that, yeah, being on the road all those years are great training for like the unexpected. And I like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, there is, you know, at the core of it, we're, we're, there's still this sort of like comedy animal inside and you want to, the hunt is really fun where you, yes. where, I mean, obviously it's, it's not fun if a bunch of drunk people or a, a bachelorette party completely, you know, like fucks the show up, but, that's but part of it too, but though. also like being able to stretch those muscles and exercise that and, and remind yourself like, Oh yeah, I can pretty much roll with whatever happens on stage and still be able to pull the show back in and, right. and be able to maintain the shows. It's a really fun thing to be able to do. 
Well, there used to be a term called like the road comic, where it's like the guy who just like hit club after club after club. He lived in his car, and he would just go to the club. You know, he's always the guy doing the laundry. Yeah. You know, doing his laundry. Like, hey, what's up, dude? And he'd be doing his laundry in the sink. Yeah. Well, you know, you're on stage, <laughs> and it, it, it's like that's kind of over because pretty much people can set up through Facebook, whatever, a show somewhere so that their audience is there, and yeah. that, you know, they kind of go to that. So for the new new comics, I mean, like that's kind of a cool way to do it. But the wild card of like. Whoa, nobody told me this was going to be a Civil War reenactor reunion yes. party show, you know? Dude, well, you know, we got to make some money here at the club, you know, and we got got these people on Groupon, and now you got to perform to them. That, that, those things are also good for stretching that muscle that you're talking about and kind of making you think outside of your comfort zone, you know? I had to do, a few years ago, uh, I used to do a cartoon for Nickelodeon, and Nickelodeon sent me on these cruises these Nickelodeon cruises where I would basically just go sign like as my character or whatever. They're like, oh, free cruise, you know, went to Mexico and then and then well, on the East Coast went. Who was on the cruise, though? Kids? Kid, families and kids and and uh, and then just a few of the other like Tom Kenny, a few of the other Nickelodeon people. And so they said, hey, you should do stand up one of the nights. And I was like, all right, why not? I've never done a cruise ship before. I'll try it. Yeah. And it, it turned out to be great because all the parents were so kitted out. They need something. They needed some like release. they needed they needed and so but there were two shows and so I did the first show and I got through it and then everyone stayed in their seats for the second show and I basically did I couldn't do any of the same material and I I just had to go I just had to go into the crowd for an hour and it was I was terrified but it was one of those split split second decisions and I'm so glad I did because it I, I got through it and it was kind of fun and it not all of it went great but it didn't matter because yeah. it was just a i don't know it was really neat well you know on the high seas anything goes <laughs> I say that. whether it's a nickelodeon cruise or an oil rig <laughs> i'm gonna use the two opposite ends of, yeah. of a sea adventure there but you know what's cool i want to do a porn cruise i think that would be great if retro oh my god porn people on an old garbage scow, kind of like an old rusty bucket. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, it'd be kind of cool. The fans could come, and then the porn stars could come, and then we could do our filthy, dirty acts, and everybody mm. would love it. You can call it a boobs cruise. What would you call it? Boobs cruise. The boobs cruise. That would be great. On the uh, and you, Well, and let's think of some more nautical terms for it. Sure. Instead of the aloha deck, the uh, you know, reach around something. <laughs> no, do you want me to come leeward or? Yeah, exactly. Uh, any seaman. In the audience, huh? hey, yeah, hey. there you go. I'm sorry. Uh, who's going to be the rear admiral? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they're on the poop deck. Yep. See, there you go, guys. Now we're thinking. Hey, the is the is, is the engine room when you're on your vagina? Because there's a lot of semen there uh, no, in your right. vagina. The boat has a, wrong. a bush. <laughs> bus Look at the thick bush on this boat. Maybe it's a monorail that I rent. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I think that would be fun. <laughs> the porn <'cause>, monorail. <laughs> Yeah, nobody really uses the monorail as what it should be as fun. Yeah. <laughs> Excitement and fun. Nope, they don't at all. Or as I call it, fancy train. It is a fancy <laughs> train. <laughs> Theme parks and airports. So, guys, I don't know how much longer we have, but I'm having a great time. And thank you for helping me get the word out. On the when, porn d- when, when, is, when is the porn show air? It airs Thursdays on Showtime at 11 o'clock, guys. This is, this is game time now. 11 o'clock, guys. We're okay. up. Going head to head against some of the hottest shows on TV, and we're holding our own. We're doing all right, okay. <laughs> but let's face it, you know, you got to back it up. That's why we have the Twitter at Old Porn, okay. Okay, yeah. tweet it out, guys. And then uh, Dave'sOldPorn.com. That's my site. Okay, all right, backing it up with the site, and that's cool because we have clips up there. Uh, we're gonna have links to some great old porn, what the porn stars are up to, plus the comics, you know, their tour dates and all that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of great stuff that never makes the air. I'm hoping to put that on there eventually. So know? I'll tell you what, I will put this podcast up this week, just knowing that your show is airing now. Oh, thank you. And so, so I'll put up Wednesday. So tell us about your Thanksgiving episode. So p- people are gonna have, they're gonna spend well, Thanksgiving with their families. They're gonna go into a turkey coma, and they're gonna be like, oh, porn. now I have a boner. What do, what do I do? Okay. Well, first of all, uh, this is a special holiday. That's why I put together this amazing special show, which somehow seemed to land on this date. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Because you never know what show time. Anyway, uh, they ran out of Homelands. So they're like, Dave, what can you do? (laughs) No more Homelands. (laughs) It's an expensive show. By the way, that is a great show. I think there's a crossover aspect to it. You know, the Homeland and the the porn. Yeah. All right. Either way, uh, 
Uh, it's a holiday, Thanksgiving, and we're going to roll out one of our best shows with some of our best people. Amy Schumer, the amazing, hilarious, super funny Amy Schumer, you know, from the Comedy Central Roast, just great. And, uh, you know, we're both from Long Island. Uh, she's uh, on tour with us now on the Antisocial Tour. She's done a couple shows with uh, me, Jim Norton, and Artie Lang. And Amy and I will be watching what I consider a holiday classic, Debbie Does Dallas, the mm -hmm. first porn that a lot of guys ever see. And I think uh, it's a crossover porn. It's as relevant now as it was when it was made in the 1970s. It's about uh, youth. Uh, it's about money. It's about the economy. Debbie needs money to go to a cheerleading contest in uh, Texas. She wants to be a, a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader or something like that or whatever uh, they said so that they wouldn't get sued. Yep. And uh, she has to, her and her friends have to get jobs, right? Now it's about the economy. People want jobs. And uh, they all have to blow and suck their way through some of these half-ass uh, setups to, you know, make it... Uh, was that? Did you just drop that? No, no. You you accidentally hit the button, so I just oh, I sorry. caught it really I'm, fast. I'm old school radio. I no. thought we were doing AM here. <laughs> so anyway, it's a holiday classic. You guys should check it out. And I would say it's probably one of the top. I put it on my top one million porns ever made. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's really it's high disturbing. praise from David. It's though. Thursday at eleven. Thursday at eleven, and Amy will be there with uh, Robert Kerman or Arbola. Who is the man who actually gets to bang Debbie in the Debbie Does Dallas? So he kind of is the guy who lives every fantasy for dudes like me and all that kind of stuff. I don't think I ever actually saw dude. Debbie Does Dallas. You've never seen it? No, I saw Deep Throat, but I never saw Debbie Does Dallas. Why not? I don't know. I don't Are have you a reason. Football or something? I, I am actually, so maybe that's what it is. <laughs> well, there's a hilarious yeah. moment in the film uh, where you see like the porn stars are actually pretending to be on this team, so they're actually huddling up and like throwing the football, and you realize how like lame they are. It was, it's <laughs> yeah, so funny. Actually, so you're saying porn stars should not go into the NFL? Well, yeah, mm. it was it was just funny to see like you know there actually a lot of acting is going on in this film, or overacting, or underacting, or just bad. Yeah, and uh, you know you're like whoa. This is horrible. Let's get to the shower scene. Where did so, people? So in the seventies, you really just had to go to a theater to watch porn. I, I assume so. I don't remember my parents taking me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on, kids, we're going to be late. It's a double feature. Debbie does Dallas and um, Deep Throat. One adult and two kids for Debbie. Does. <laughs> one adult, uh, one adult and a psychiatrist for my son here. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think you had to go to the theater. This played in the theater, and uh, it also was like one of the ones that really kind of blew up the porn industry. It was like a uh, you know because it was a feature. It's you know, it's like funny because ninety go, minutes long. You, you know, go so. to when you when you go to San Francisco and you go to like the Columbus, uh, mm -hmm. and then it's just like all the old porn theater. It's like one of the last. But few few places in America where mm -hmm. that culture is a slightly intact and not completely run down. Right. San Francisco used to be like the heart of it, like like New York, like when you always see those old things of like Times Square. But they used to have like the uh, Mitchell Brothers Theater. I'm, I, they do have that still, but they used to show like full tilt porn there. Uh, the uh, Mercury Theater or whatever it is. That, mm -hmm. that used to be a place where you could actually go in and, you know, squeeze one out, raincoat crowd kind of style, you know, <laughs> rain, raincoat crowd. like whatever, Pee Wee Herman style. But I guess those are gone now. I, I really don't know where they have those theaters. I, mm -hmm. I really. There's, know, would like to buy one. <laughs> there was one on. Uh, there might still be a gay one on Santa Monica Boulevard, Tomcat Theater. That's cool. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, right near the pleasure or? chest. Yeah, I thought that was. Yeah, yeah. No, live. no. Now it's just a dancing. Now it's yeah, a live show. Dancing, it was. Yeah. It was though. Like up until about. No, no, no. Four they screen ago. at nine and eleven o'clock on Friday nights, and if you hey, go, hey, they hey, give hey, you hey, like hey. a pop. The best, the best thing How I ever saw on the marquee. Thank you, thank you, Dave. There was thank a double feature there on the marquee. So I drive by. Thank you. I my favorite, the favorite uh, movie titles I saw were uh, "Sweet Homo Alabama," mm. and then on the other side, just one word, exclamation point at the end, sword fight. <laughs> <laughs> I sword like sword fight. fight. <laughs> I like the name sword fight. Yeah. it's not a play in anything. No, it's just it's a... sword fight. Ah! Yeah. All. I think that's how it starts too. It's just two guys. Walking in Highlander style, and then they just go, start fight. <laughs> now, if you put an exclamation point at the end of anything, does that make it a gay porn? <laughs> Pastry chef! Exclamation yeah, point. Exactly. Oh, must be a gay porn. <laughs> now, we have uh, some retro uh, gay porn, I guess you could say, but uh, I'm trying to ease, ease the audience into it. So we're just showing a little bit yeah. um, at the end of the season. So uh, hopefully we'll go full tilt sword fight. If we keep going further, and I think it's about time, you know, because the retro cruising gay point. Look how uncomfortable everybody is. No, no, no. no. <laughs> uncomfortable at all. I was I'm just like, thinking about my friend, like my friend uh, Selena, who uh, one time, like her gay friend, just like he's like popped into gay porn when they were great. hanging out, and she it was, she couldn't stop talking about it for a week. She was like, 
She's like, it's so violent. It's like they're just spitting in each other's faces and mouths. And, like, really and, like, and they're it's not horrible. slapping each other. They're punching it's each other. Because exactly. dudes can knock each other around, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's like, so this their rough sex is just a bit. Porn. It's not, you know, it's... It's fucking really aggressive. <laughs> and you know what's really cool? All of the all of the gay uh, stereotypes in porn, because of like how we're becoming a cooler country where things are accepted and all that kind of stuff, are no longer like it's like it's like weird to see in a porn like the cowboy and the sailor. It's yeah. like they would never be gay. Yeah, they are gay. <laughs> and it's like yeah. it's okay. It's totally cool. You know. <laughs> I well, thought that was good. That was pretty progressive of me. To bring that was up. very progressive of you. You're very open-minded, Dave. You deserve a lot of you deserve you deserve a lot of cultural credit for what you just, exactly. what you just said. That's going to totally make up for some politically incorrect thing that you say in the club. Exactly. And then Karma. when people complain, you're going to be like, "But do you remember when I said that other thing?" Yeah. That's also balance. That's an excellent point where you're like, "Okay, well, I said something incredibly filthy, politically incorrect. Now I'm going to like win the crowd back <laughs> with some Taco Bell humor or something <laughs> else, like something like you know the." The, the, whatchamacallit like you know hey guys like me yeah. now do you when you're when you're planning out when you're when you're working on your next hour is there is there kind of a general how much of it is premeditated in terms of like well here's some thematic things I want to explore and how much is like well these are a bunch of funny things and I just strung them together well I'm glad you brought that up Chris that's why I brought my notebook here good See, I like I'm, it. A, I'm an older comic so I use the smaller notebook now yep because I don't find as many things funny, so I'm using this little one. <laughs> the size of okay. your notebook gets smaller the older you get. Here we go. Ready? This yep. is in, in the in the mind of madness now. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Door knobs. All right? Yeah. I'm working on it. Mm -hmm. Good. <laughs> Just a bit. They are weird. Piss on my grave. Mm -hmm. All right? I've tried it a couple different attempts. I'm still trying to find the funny angle. The movie or uh, the saying? No, no, not the movie. <laughs> Just the saying, I'm going to piss on your grave. grave. Yeah. No, which I, which is piss... really such an empty threat because you're already dead. Yeah. And like, how many people actually, like, unless somebody is really, yeah. like, way, like, going to be younger than you, like, how do you know? You but, know? If you're, yeah. but if you're a self loathing comic, the horror movie is I Piss on My Grave. I Piss on My Own Grave. <laughs> yeah, I Piss on My Own Grave. It's a fountain that comes up from its own grave and lands. Or and just right for the gay porn, me. piss with a big exclamation, exclamation point. Okay. iPhone set. Oh, wait, that's been done. All right. <laughs> I was trying to be cool with the kids. iPhone something. Okay. <laughs> Upgrade something. Now, here's one. Printers don't get as much attention as computers, huh? That's that right. Tech, tech savvy? That's right. I now, you, that... mean, you mean actual printers in a print shop with yeah. the hats on that run the machines? No. Oh. See, there's so many different ways to take it. Yeah, fuck. No, I was thinking, like, nobody ever gets excited. They come over your house. Whoa, you got an inkjet blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it's a, also a fax machine? Yes. Yeah, oh. What a golden age. What's this giant thing here? Wait, oh, <laughs> you're telling me I can copy something on this yeah. as well? You, hey, I, think, I think it's more, you still use paper? Yeah. yeah. What? What is it? You have your own magazine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. sorry, a zine? Uh, and then... And then uh, cigarettes. That's all I have. So, like I said, it's very vague right now, but cigarettes. we're working through it. But I would tell you definitely, uh, you know, it's it's cool to get the ideas, bring them out on the stage. You got ten good. hostess minutes here on this show already. What are you talking Dude, but about? That's our bit. We all worked uh, on it. Well, together. then we're going to travel together and perform as a force. We should. We should go. We should all dress up as a different, no longer available. Hosted, like, and here comes Ho Ho, and then one of us walks out and tells the most filthy, dirty quadraphonic comedy. There you go. Ray like Myra, tell Hardwick. It's this cool when you get to travel with other comics because then, like, you know, it's like you're feeding off. And, like, when I'm with Norton and uh, Artie Lang, yep. it's great because we're like all old, dirty, bitter, fucking, j can I say the <laughs> F bomb? Yeah. Uh, jaded men. So it's excellent. It's like just like the, I call it the, uh, you know, they call it like the blue collar. This is like the, you know, oh my God, what happened? Yeah, you know, that's the stained collar comedy tour. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's, it's just no like, collar. It, mm. I call it waiting in the emergency room late at night tour. That's what we all look like. <laughs> just sad white men. But you hear the for? poster, just yeah. you guys. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Did they make it? Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to make it? <laughs> Am I going to be, right? be okay? Yeah. What's your relation to her? I got to go. It's my niece. <laughs> <laughs> But dude, if you're out on tour, I can't wait to see it, man. Because I know, uh, you know, you guys all like. You, I I saw my man here at the comedy meltdown, and he rocked out. Oh so. yeah, that's, that's such you. a fun show. Thanks. Was that just the other night? That was the uh, yeah last I was Wednesday. To that's a nice show, show, man. So, thanks, I'm, man. I'm glad I got to be a part of that. No, I'm glad too. It's it's really fun to do. I actually just realized. Our show, I'm going to be on TV uh, up against your uh, Dave's Old Porn what? episode. Yeah, I know. What are you on? Uh, Mashup. <laughs> You're on uh, Mashup? I'm on Mashup. Oh, that's on yeah. 
See, I, I don't, don't know. know. So on Thursdays at 11. Oh, man. And the, my episode is this week. Can I tell you what, though? Particularly if you live on the East Coast, you probably, I mean, if you yeah, live on the West Coast, dude. you probably get the East Coast Comedy Central feed. You could watch your show at 8, which would be East Coast 11, and then watch Dave's That's show. That's true. Or you could DVR both. Or, because Dizzle Porn is also, it's on, it's on, uh, it's on demand on Showtime. Yeah, there you go. It's That's how Showtime. I catch up on them. Well, that's nice. cool. Now, Mashup, I, I, I've never seen the show, but I've heard a lot about it. That's T.J. Miller's show, right? Yeah, yeah T.J. Really and uh, Jordan Vogue Roberts. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So you guys get to do whatever you want, right? You do stand-up, you do sketches. You well, do... It's, yeah, you do stand-up, and then they... Uh, they do these they visualizations. The, yeah, they pick the bits they want to do visualizations. And of. then they shoot Mashup! <laughs> <laughs> now, I wouldn't mind dressing up as an old guy in overalls going, looks like a mashup! <laughs> that would be... That should be the bumper between... Yeah, you need a bumper. Uh, one heck of a mashup! See, you will be Right back with more murder, and then, and then you're, I'll, you're just there. I'll slap a pig on the ass. <laughs> wee wee wee! He'll run off. You, but you need to you need to you need to be there in overalls, like in a shed with a giant with two giant forks. Yeah, and then just a pile of mashed potatoes, and yeah. it's spilling out of your mouth, and you're just like you look up, Marsha. <laughs> And then I'll just do a bunch of meth, and I'll run off, and I'll yeah, bite yeah. the cameraman. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I want like a pig. little, I like a little circle that pops up in the corner. Oh, there's a mashup right there. What's the matter, pudding? <laughs> I need me a mashup. And all of a sudden, the, and then all of a sudden, the mashup show just gets longer and longer with that bit, and there's yeah, no stand. I love that title. When I said that, I was like, "This is gonna be good." <laughs> Mashing up. You well, gotta take it, you gotta trash it, you gotta class it, and then you gotta <laughs> <laughs> Well, David Taylor, it is so wonderful to have you on. Show, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm you, sure they would have loved to have you. They you were, actually uh, could, yeah. if you do a bit about doing that, then you could do the visualization. But you already it. did well, 12 I, comics. <laughs> well, did. I don't know if you guys know this, but like, no one ever really talks about printers. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh my God, I was just thinking about that a few yeah. minutes ago. And then, See, you, and then that's you pop the up conversational humor from the eighties. Yeah. You pop up and the like, like the guy comes up and is like, "Oh, it looks like a mashup coming." And then they like, pop up down. The guy keeps on continuing the bit. Oh, it's getting close now. It's just, it but I heckle myself. What kind of a mashup was that? It prints out and it takes like four minutes to print out this full color print of you going <laughs> mashup. It's <laughs> extended release. I love it. Well, thanks for coming on, David. Thanks so, for you know, me anytime you're again, in LA, guys. you're welcome to come back on the show. So it's good to see you. Did you say that under your breath? Like, you know, I'm right. sorry, what? <laughs> no, thanks for having me, guys. I love your show, and you guys are so cool to me. And, of course, the porn community, we love you guys. Thanks go see David Tell on the Road. Where what? can people find your dates? Uh, just go to the davesallporn.com site. We're going to have dates up there. We're also going to have clips from the shows, clips from... Uh, Clips and pics and all kinds of stuff behind the scenes. Clips and pits. Yeah, we're going to have all kinds of great shit. And then uh, at Old Porn, that's the best way to follow it. You'll see we'll be out on the road and all that kind of stuff. But to all of you guys, I will see you in the clubs, and hopefully one day we'll get to all do a show. That'll be fun. That'll be I would fun. love It'll to. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Enjoy your burrito. Enjoy your porny puby burrito. Oh, I missed it. Can I hang? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we're really, uh... I missed it. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.